Kingdom Exhortations June 2016 Read by John Morton Good morning. In 2 Corinthians 5.17, the Apostle Paul declares, quote, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone, the new is come. End quote. Christians, those who have truly accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior, have turned from their old way of life and have initiated a lifelong walk with Him. They have changed, and the sin they previously indulged in begins to fade away. This soon becomes undeniable to those closest to them and begins to spread to all their interactions. This change, however, is only the beginning and must continue throughout the life of each Christian if they are to grow and maintain fellowship with God and a lifestyle that reflects the life of Jesus. The rate of growth will vary between individuals, but walking with God implies continual progress in the direction He wants us to go, developing an attitude like that of Christ Jesus, Philippians 2.5, For if you live according to the sinful nature, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body, you will live. End quote, Romans 8.13. Salvation is the beginning of death to sin, so that just as Christ rose from the dead, we too may live a new life. Romans 6, 1-4. Genuine salvation means that sin has been forgiven. It does not mean that the struggle with sin and temptation have become a thing of the past. There exists in every believer a struggle between their old and new natures, and this struggle can remain powerfully active. Quote, for the sinful nature desires what is contrary to the spirit, and the spirit what is contrary to the sinful nature. End quote Galatians 5.17 Christians should be prepared for this to continue throughout their lives, and must determine to put to death the sin to which they are tempted. Romans 6.4 Consider the act of removing weeds from your yard. If you remove only the visible part of the weed, it will sprout again, and will continue to do so until the root is removed. Likewise, we must put to death the root of our sin. It is important to understand that temptation, in itself, is not sin. It becomes sin when overtly acted upon or allowed to dominate our thoughts. Jesus, who was without sin, Hebrews 4.15, was himself tempted by Satan and successfully resisted using scripture to thwart the devil's efforts. Quote, when the devil had finished all this tempting, he left him until an opportune time. End quote, Luke 4.13. This is also the way it will be with us. We each have areas of vulnerability that the enemy is keenly aware of. At opportune times, Satan will strike, and we must be prepared. We must learn to increasingly abhor sin and refuse to allow temptation to linger in our mind, for, quote, each one is tempted when, by his own evil desire, he is dragged away and enticed. Then, after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is full grown, gives birth to death. End quote James 1, 14 and 15. A line is never crossed without smudging it first. It is important to always remember that the foundational first step to growing in intimacy with Jesus and overcoming a sinful lifestyle will always be to, quote, fix your thoughts on Jesus, the apostle and high priest whom we confess. End quote Hebrews 3, 1. We must also keep in mind that a lifestyle of intimacy with Christ that's separated from sin will not happen by simply focusing on, quote, not sinning, end quote. This process has been called sin management, 
and often takes away the joy and wonder of Jesus and his kingdom. Every sin committed is perpetuated through a process which starts in the subconscious but ultimately becomes an intentional thought or action. Sin management focuses on that ultimate thought or action and our desire to abstain from it in the future. Ultimately, this is a fruitless endeavor. It is akin to focusing on death and in almost every case leads the believer into a state of hopelessness and shame. If an individual has an anger problem, it would not be logical to simply tell them to stop getting angry. Instead, with prayer, self-examination, and help from others, they must seek to understand what inside them is wrong. Then, with repentance and the help of the Holy Spirit, come to wholeness and healing from their anger. This is not an overnight process, but if we want to overcome sinful habits, this is the way to go about it. Let us go now and strive to, quote, throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, end quote Hebrews 12.1. To accomplish this, you will need to more and more fix your thoughts on Jesus. As you spend more time thinking about Jesus and inviting him into all the areas of your life, you will begin to see your desire for sin and the things of the world fade away. With this fading will come a greater desire and excitement for Jesus, his kingdom and his ways, along with a greater sense of meaning and fulfillment as you increasingly, quote, count yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus, end quote, Romans 6.11. May God bless you all. Kingdom Exhortations are written by John Morton, Dave Anderson, and Tom Anderson. For more information about our ministry, please visit www.kingdomd.org. Make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness knowledge, and to knowledge self-control, and to self-control perseverance, and to perseverance godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But if anyone does not have them, he is nearsighted and blind, and has forgotten that he has been cleansed from his past sins. 2 Peter 1, verses 5-9